0: October 29, 2020. It's a lot for Pedro Show. For Pedro, show happy Thursday, and uh, started off with the oh shit countdown. John Coltrane, and then Pitt from the new Hot, Wet and Sassy album, Tobacco, and With Me by the magic of uh, those Skype engineers in Estonia. Tom Pittsburgh, welcome aboard. Thank you. Yeah, great fucking album. Uh, Let Let me ask you right off the bat, the the one before. What was the last record you put out before this one? as uh tobacco yeah
1: sweatbox dynasty okay but in between you had some kind of greatest hits thing right yeah that was like a um it was a collection of um like remixes and um like instrumentals for the remixes and then a bunch of stuff that i just never put out um yeah that was um ripe and majestic
0: and so yeah i mean you're still reworking it and stuff but as far as new stuff this is the first in how many years uh four four years okay and uh you know, uh, the way tobacco records music, does it really need to go into a studio?
1: No. Yeah. No, it's never been in the studio.
0: Never, right? Right? Yeah. But that's bitching, I think. Because uh, you don't have to deal with that, you know, especially in the old days, compromise of having to go in there. So you, uh, what I'm trying to get at is like this record, even though it was four years, you just didn't pound it out in one weekend, right?
1: No, I just, I, I like, slowly, um, not every day, not even every week, but, like, you know, I would just keep on coming back to it. I started it in um, 2016. and uh, Oh, so just, you, it, you started it right when you finished the last one. Soon as, that's how it usually goes. Like, I'll, I'll usually, like, finish one and then, like, make a couple new songs so I can start playing them on the tour for that album, and then those songs end up, you know, getting, like, um, uh, fine-tuned. Over the next few years and then that ends up on the album so um yeah it was just like four years of fine tuning
0: now you know the old day paradigm right you go and you make the basic tracks and then you come back in and you do overdubs so it, it's like kind of an assembly line thing do you go tune by tune or do you do that old
1: kind of way it's there's no um there's no set way for me like sometimes i'll do it that way um sometimes i'll find something Um, You know, sometimes I'll I'll keep coming back to a song over the course of four years, and then sometimes, like, on this new album, there's a song on there called Jen Menken. It's, like, somewhere around the middle. Yeah. Um, I wrote that. I had already turned the album in, and they were ready to um, have it manufactured and everything, and I wrote that one day, and I was like, oh, man, like, this should probably be on the album. So, like, within a day, I had the whole thing written Finished, recorded everything. So, like, you know, I go. It's the two completely opposite ways of doing things, you know. But both on the same album.
0: Yeah, uh, because you can tell some tunes do have a different kind of sound trip than the other ones. So that's why it don't sound like a big batch assembly line to me.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not. I mean, it it, it every once in a while um, that'll happen. But it's just there's so there's so many different ways, especially when you don't have any. There's no one watching over me, yeah there's no one um for better or for worse, I mean sometimes it, maybe it would help if someone was watching over me. someone could um push me in a direction or, but like uh yeah there's there's no there's no anything there's no i mean it's literally like it's kind of beyond no rules, it's just like it's just like anything goes or anything doesn't go like I could just i could just I could just disappear, you no know? I don't think anyone would even know.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm just trying to get at a little of this behind the curtain kind of trip, peeking behind the curtain because uh, yeah, at the end of the day you're right, even if, it's, even if it's the day before it's manufactured what we hear coming out the speakers that's kind of the final verdict uh, I'm curious uh, at the beginning though, do you do demo kind of trip? Do you Like I got this little recorder that when I cobble around in the crack of dawn by the water, I'll, I'll hum stuff and I just started doing this because my memory is so bad; I can't remember.
1: Um, the only time I've ever done that is if I dream, If I have a dream, like if I dream, and that's rare. That's really rare. Like if I if I dream part to a song, or like, a, or even like a section to a song, then I'll like get up really fast, demo it out on whatever is around. But but that's not most of the time. Most of the time, whatever you hear on the final recording. Yeah. Is usually worked up from what I started with. So, like, is
0: it a thing where, like, you lay out like a skeleton and then you start adding organs and flesh? And-
1: it's like, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. It's like, it's, um, um, there's no rule for what comes first, but usually whatever starts it off, whatever, whatever starts off a song that would have been a demo to me is usually good enough, um, to just use. Yeah. So uh, you you hear most of what I started with. Now I know. I mean, we hear a lot of
0: synthesizers stuff, but I know you got heavy into bass guitar and guitar. So sometimes those are the start off things, right?
1: Yeah, there's some. Um, I'm, I have a couple of bass lines on this album. I'm pretty happy with. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, some real good
1: ones. Yeah, the real, um, like the real heavy stuff. So I didn't use any. I don't think I used any guitar on this album. I might have, but the bass guitar. Um, Heads up, few of them.
0: And do you record it clean, or do you have it go through the things right away as you record?
1: I have it go through the things right away because right. I, because because I wouldn't know how to. Sometimes you need those effects on to know how they're going to react to the way you're playing. Yeah. So I could ne- I would never be able to put them on after. Like I've never put an effect on anything afterwards. Because I always have to play off of the way the effect is um, interacting.
0: Right, right. Well, with bass, you know, sometimes these effects will like kill the punch and stuff. Do you ever run parallel?
1: No. No. No, I don't even worry about. I don't worry about punch because uh, I just know it's going to sound good. You know. I know. I know. It's kind of like a, a biased bass player
0: trip <laughs> asking about that because I I've tried to use effects and man, you got gotta be careful or you gotta like supplement it with the clean or you start losing the kick drum part of the bass which is well
1: i think i think because i'm not like i didn't come from a world of playing bass yeah so i i never think of bass even as bass like so to me it's just a part yeah so if it's missing something that like a bass player would normally hear like i might not even recognize that okay okay
0: you know what I did notice? Uh, the drums are different on this one. In fact, they, they change between tune. Like before, I know you used to sample real drums. Is there that stuff going on on this record? Not really. Yeah, no. that's what
1: I thought. No, this is a lot more um, drum machines and uh, sampled drum machines. And um, yeah, a lot more tape sample stuff with the drums.
0: Uh, so, and, and that stuff, it never comes first, right? Oh, well, there's no rules, fuck. Stupid yeah I
1: mean, sometimes so, yeah. <laughs> I could probably like maybe not I might not remember the whole album but I could walk you through each song like what came first usually okay what um, about Pit? pit yeah pit with that, so that like riff sound yeah um that, that main riff that like distorted thing that's yep. a bass that's a bass um, oh wow okay that's, that's, through, that's through this really weird pedal um that kind of cuts it into segments and um, kind of plays it erratically. Um, yeah, it becomes like a function of the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of I ended up I wrote that first, and then I had to write the drums around that. I had to base I had to base the tempo on the way that that was behaving. <laughs> what a trip!
0: But there's an adventure in that. Yeah. Fuck. Here, let, let's play another tune off the record.
2: They know, I What
3: they know? You're my girl. If you take time, just to listen, just to listen, just listen.
4: In
5: the
3: time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's I see you. I'm the right switch. Look at me. Oh, 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 are oh, 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 oh,
5: you love me, love
3: me, love me, love me, love me, love
0: for Pedro Show, they have babysitter, and that's with Trent Reznor. Uh, Bogdan Razinski. yeah, I want to talk to you about him, uh, with Iko da- Daesh, I think Pol- Polish. Uh, Israel Joseph I, with Crassus, uh, Ser- uh, Serengeti, brand new premiere. Model Home, have you heard of these cats out of D.C.?
1: Model Home? Yeah. Yeah, they... Uh... I had them on the show last month, Trippy cats. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I didn't even realize they were from the United States.
0: Yeah, well, one guy was Buffalo a long time and doing sax, and then he moved to D.C. and just got into the, he got with the rapper guy and uh, started doing the, this trippy-ass electronic.
1: This guy's something to do with um, Bogdan label, right?
0: Right, right, right. Uh, what's it called? Disciples. Yeah. Uh, Hellbeams, after that, uh, it, from England, a face of the attacker, damn a white noise. Are you aware of white noise? These people from the 60s, the BBC work Sound Workshop, Delia Darbyshire, and people like this?
1: No. Yeah, yeah.
0: Remember Doctor Who? You know about yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. You know that that stuff was done without synthesizers, right? It was tape. Pieces of tape. And oscillators. I guess oscillators is an early form of synth. Uh, anyway, this is from 1968. Uh, Sticks, not the Chicago band, but this is uh, Nephew Alex with the guy from Russia, a, a brand new band called in this tune, too. Then Chinese Aquarius uh, from your new album. Uh, Himmel Room, some Danish guys got a brand new record, uh, Soul Flood. Uh, Johnny, Mark, and the Ricks, that's Frankie from uh, Suburban Milan's. I found out he had a 64 years, years old, had a massive stroke, and just fell over. Before Man, we were reactionaries and we played with these guys. It's trippy when somebody from the old days you just find out. Anyway, I swear. And uh, upper dub Swirler 27X 2020 from the uh, Xenochronic EMM All-Stars featuring Ben Moran Healy. What a fucking title. Uh, Dale krover has got it. Uh, the Melbourne drummer man's got a new record. This is called Tougher, this tune. Sean Leonard with The Flight. And then Motherfucker 64, the great tune from the new album. Hot way and sassy. So, so, so Mr. Resner, did, did were you thinking of him with the collab? Because I know you've done stuff with the was it Beck? Yeah. Okay. Um, was it kind of like that where you put uh, put the word out?
1: We, um, we, we toured with him. uh, oh yeah, and he's from close to you, right? Erie. Yeah, he's from, well, kind of in between, it's kind of in between where I am in Erie, um, okay. Mercer. It's like kind of like the halfway point. Um, yeah, so we toured with him a couple of years ago, and um, I don't know, I can't, I mean, I can't say I know him well or anything, but like I got to, I got to, I got the sense from him um, that he... I mean, first off, if you're taking me on tour, you've got to have exquisite taste. Uh, <laughs> of course. So, <laughs> but I, but, what about I got- your
0: sound man? Did you get your sound man to take showers? <laughs> I mean, that's an acquired
1: taste, Raleigh. <laughs> Flavor. <laughs> he, uh, I uh, I just got the sense that he he's really into... Um, Sound and like he wants to evolve, you know. He's like, um, he's like, he's like. Well, I think what I really respect about him is he's in the position where he doesn't have to evolve, but he wants to. Yeah. Um, so, I could just. I, I started writing that song babysitter, and and that was that was that main riff, um, in the beginning, just that kind of uh, noisy kind of synth riff yeah that's what started off and i could just hear his voice on top of it as soon as i started writing it and um so yeah so i asked him if he would do it and then like i i've never like i've never worked with anyone this fast i've never been this fast it was like within like six hours later i had i had his parts (laughs)
0: yeah you know, the Internet's not all bad, people. You can do shit like that nowadays. Yeah,
1: he's, he's, he's the most efficient person I've ever worked with.
0: Well, you know, it probably got in his mind, and he's, he's probably learned. Why not strike? Right. Because it might, like, get all fuzzied out, or why not? If you got the feeling, go for it. Right. I, I've started trying to do that, uh, part of this uh, Quentin Quarantino mode. You know, somebody asked me to do something. I don't put it off. I just... So maybe he was kind of there. Did it, it started with the synth riff, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Recording was... Okay. And, and what about the, the uh, Chinese uh, Aquarius? How'd that start? Chinese Aquarius
1: um, was the drums.
0: Oh, okay. And... Uh, but you're fooling with a box and you're finding uh, – what are you looking for? Are you looking for a polyrhythm or are you looking for sounds? Or probably both.
1: I think I was just looking for – I think on that one I just wanted like an energy because that one kind of has like a – like just the way the drums move, it just kind of has like a like a forward kind of – Yeah, moment, push. You know? And so then the makes the bass – so the main riff is, is just a bass. Yeah. Um, and it makes it really easy to write like that.
0: Okay, but you don't like
1: always drums first,
0: so there's no rules. That's the rule. no. That's the rule. Oh, yes. And then, then, then motherfucker, 64. sixty-four.
1: That's um, what came first. I don't, I don't remember what came first on that one. Um, it was either the drums or that, that synth riff. Um, that main kind of bass and thrift. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you
0: know, what either or? Like on a keyboard, you call it the left hand. I mean, sometimes you can get the fattest sounds out of keyboard bass because it's so legato. You know, you could I mean, no holes between the notes, right? You can make it so fucking thick. Yeah. Uh, what about words?
1: They're never first, right? No, those words are always.
3: Yeah. Words are what
1: hold. Okay. Them. Oh, they're what hold you up. Yeah, I would have. I, I I'd probably have. Uh, I'd probably have another album done by now if I would take the time to sit down and write words out. You know, really think. It's just you can't. Like I don't want to say what anyone else has ever said. Yeah. So in doing that, um, it's a really. I I just I choose my words really carefully, and I know like some people think it's like maybe some people think. Um, it's 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 uh, word soup, or whatever. It's really not like it all means something, you know. Well, you've it's written,
0: just, yeah. you've written instrumentals. I mean, I've released instrumentals. Yeah, and you know, silence is a rhythm too. Maybe I think the slit said that
1: it is it is this this one like this album in particular like i really wanted it to be like a vocal
3: yeah yeah
1: album you know like i think the next one might i don't know with with how much i'm struggling to write them anymore like i think maybe i just won't so i think the next one maybe just will be instrumental but um it was just really important that i wanted this one to feel like it was uh made by someone who i don't know i i I wanted to like strip away what they're not gimmicks, but like things that things that I've relied on in the past, like um, certain techniques or certain sounds or, you know, the way I like run something through tape and then stretch the tape or whatever. I wanted to take all that stuff away and just rely on the way they were written and just see how I fare at the end of it ah you know? sure sure like a petri dish
3: look yeah.
0: we're, we're at the end of the first hour uh, october 29 2020 special guest tobacco Mr. tom hold tight for hour two october 29 2020 it's the second hour What for Pedro's show
5: I remember when we met I was hanging by a thread Honey, you told me my problems were just in my head Just in my head Just in my head These days I'm not quite sure, but I believe I've got a clue that what's wrong with me is the same thing that's wrong with you, that's wrong with you, that's wrong with you. Get from down to here. How to go from no to yes. How to get your mind to know what you want Just take your guess. Just take your guess. Just take your guess. If at first you don't succeed, or even on the 15th try. Don't get Just call me up. We're gonna get high. We're gonna get high. We're gonna get high. You got a secret, babe, but you're keeping it under your hat. Can't help but wonder. What good, what good is that, what good is that, what good is that I've seen the distant truth, I've seen the blinding light But to see what's in between, that's what we got to try We got to try, got to try All the clocks in Tennessee They're counting down the hours that's left for you
2: we
0: Hebrew show, Astro Truth, start off the second hour, Tobacco. Uh, Sam Bennett after that, District Truth. <laughs> it's, he's, he's from Birmingham, uh, home of Son Rob, but he moved to Tokyo 25 years ago. He plays this weird three string. He's actually a drummer, man. We Are the Asteroid after that, Say What? what new album, Austin Guys. Uh, road Warrior Pisces, got another astrology sign there, Tobacco. Human Hearts, Ball Walker. Brother Franklin was on a couple episodes ago. Samuel Locke Ward, Give Me Value. <laughs> yeah. And then Stab by Night, Tobacco. You know, when we first talked, when you first was on the show, you said a big invention or big discovery for you was the vocoder as far as spiel. Yeah. You still, uh, you know, yeah, because it's still, I mean, you didn't, you said gimmick, but I would call it like part of
1: your toolbox. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even call that. I wouldn't even call that a gimmick. I, I think it's um, it's just the only way I can get my words across now. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You told me you did have some. Maybe that's that stuff about the the flatfish, the, flat the allig or whitefish. where you you, where you were singing without using something like that, and it was just a whole other thing. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean. You weren't afraid to put it out,
1: right? I was also, I mean, I was also 19. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, uh, I can imagine your
0: first ride on a BMX bicycle. It probably wasn't the best ride. Maybe, well, maybe it was, but maybe you fell down too. I did. Yeah, yeah, because how do you learn? So, you know, and how did? How would you know whether you liked the vocoder better than the straight? Oh, so, ask the truth. Uh, you even got the hyphens in there, like those motherfuckers <laughs> put on the sides. But what did that, baby,
1: start with <clears throat> that was a um, that was that. You no, know, that didn't even that didn't even start from an instrument. That started from an effect. That was a um, uh, I have this thing. I think it's called a I think it's called a time machine. It's like a it's like a digital uh like a digital multi head tape delay, but it's all computer. And um, I just started running this one synth through that and then that kinda started that kind of started to create that main melody, and then that's what started the song. Oh, okay. So actually it's it's it's
0: only like Internal behavior,
1: yeah, and then and then and then over time I kind of pieced that into more of what the melody would be, yeah. But um, it was just the way that I just really liked the way that that was acting with that synth, you know. Yeah, it was the springboard, it was the launch pad, Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And and then
0: uh, Ro- Road Warrior Pisces,
1: that's um. I think that came from that synth, the main synth part. But it, that started off okay. So that's that would be kind of like a, that might be the only one on the album that started off as a demo because that was a completely different animal. That was a that was a bass originally and um, different drum beat and everything. And uh, I just liked I liked that the bass line so much. Um, but I thought it just might sound better. Um as a synth. Oh, it got repurposed. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So actually like you wrote it on the bass guitar and then you brought it over to the synth. Okay.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: And uh stab by night.
1: Stab by night is um I think it was just that drum line. Uh, no, you know what? No, it was the it was the synth. Um it was a synth that I didn't know how to use at the time, so all I could really get was like that one note out of it <laughs> that you hear in the beginning. Yeah. But I had uh, I had this pedal that um I like a pitch um what's it called? You know the pedal I'm talking about? It's blue. It's for bassists um, to change their pitch. Octave or chorus or. No, oh, it's um. It's blue. It might be called the Leswa maybe or something. Oh, so it's like an envelope filter? No, it's it, it changes pitch, but I think it's called the I think it's called a wah. I'm not sure, because um, usually,
0: <laughs> like an auto wah, right? It's how hard you hit the string means how, how uh, changes
1: well, the shape of the, of the So tone. this thing has like a has like a, it has a wah on it, but, but as you as you push down on it, it changes the pitch instead. Okay. Um, so I just kind of played that one tone with that pedal. To make that sound, Uh, man. Once we started that, the whole idea of getting a tune from a a sound, from a
0: (laughs) note—it's a mind blow. Here, I want to play body double.
6: and the
7: Old Dixie never died. They just up and switched to the other side. Switching the South, switching the South, keep the same ideology. Switching the South, switching the South. It's the people, not the party. In 1856, the birth of the Republican Party, an anti-slavery and anti-South party. 1860. The Republican presidential candidate, Abraham Lincoln, was not on the ballot in any state south of the Mason-Dixon Line in the Ohio River. 1864. Radical Republicans turn on Lincoln, nominate John Fremont. Moderate Republicans join more Democrats to form the Union Party, which wins. Lincoln's Vice President is Democrat Andrew Johnson, a racist Southerner. 1876. Rutherford Hayes wins dispute election, ends Reconstruction in the South. 1890 to 1900, over 2,000 black men are lynched in the South, about four every week. 1876 to 1928, only one state, Tennessee, one time voted Republican. Five states in 1928 voted Coolidge the conservative, three states in 1952 like Dyke. Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina never voted Republican until 1964. Switch in the South, keep the same ideology. Switch in the South, switch in the South, It's the people not to party. Switch in the South, switch in the South, keep the same ideology. Switch in the South, switch in the South, It's the people not to party. 1960s, the South is against desegregation. They have Jim Crow laws, KKK rallies. From 1956 to 1964, ten black churches are bombed in Alabama, including the one that killed four young girls. They attack Freedom Riders, Police use dogs and fire hoses on children. 1964, the South is angry. The Democrat party has embraced civil rights under John Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson. They form the Dixiecrat party led by Strom Thurmond. Five Southern states vote for Barry and for water. 1968, Richard Nixon appeals to sign a majority the law and order campaign. The South switches to Republican. 1976, South switches back to the Democrat Party to vote for Jimmy Carter, a Southern evangelical from Georgia. 1980, Ronald Reagan brings Southern evangelical, conservative Protestants into the Republican Party and American politics, led by Jerry Falwell and the Moral Majority and the PMRC. 1981, the Republicans put forth their plan to convert the South into the Republican Party. And here's Lee Atwater explaining the Southern strategy on how to be racist and discriminate without looking prejudiced.
4: Here's how I would approach that issue as a as a, as a statistician, or no, as a psychologist, which I'm not. Is is how abstract you handle the race In other words, you start out, in, and now y'all are quoting You start out in 1954 by saying "nigger, nigger, nigger." By 1968, you can't say anything, but that hurts your back, so you say stuff like uh, force bussing, states' rights, and all that stuff, and you're getting so abstract now, you're talking about cutting taxes and all of these things you're talking about are totally economic things, and the byproduct of the is blacks get hurt worse than whites. And Subconsciously, maybe that is part of it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that if it is getting that abstract and that coded, uh, that, that we, we're doing away with the racial problem one way or the other. Uh, you follow me? Because obviously, sitting around saying uh, we want to cut taxes, we want to cut this, and we want is much more abstract than, than even the busing thing, uh, and a hell of a lot more abstract than ever, ever, you know.
7: So, I, any way you look at it, yeah. race is coming yeah. on the back front. Put in the mm-hmm. sound, put in the song, put in the sound. Put in the sound, put in the song, put in the sound. Put in the sound, put in the south, put in the sound. Put in the sound, put in the put in the sound.
8: I would like to know who the hell this is. You keep calling my fucking number, and I, I don't think I know you.
0: You're
8: the wicked queen. So yeah. if I do, and you're going to
0: die,
3: die, die, die. call me
8: back Quit talking shit, because I, I don't know no Johnny Hodges, if this is who it is. No, I do not go. But give me a fucking call back tomorrow afternoon. I won't go. Give me a fucking yeah, call you back, tomorrow. <laughs> <give me> fuck <laughs> back tomorrow afternoon. Bye.
3: Give me a fucking call back.
0: for people to show people we've solved the mystery it's a Digitech bass whammy and uh, Nels Klein's big with the red ones for years and it's one of his well actually of all the pedals I asked Nels which one you like the best he goes to volume <laughs> <laughs> you know Jimmy right because he played upside down guitars he would palm the volume maybe it's, it's an old tradition going back people we heard uh, body double tobacco 36 Ways of Looking at Memories, Sky Furrows, Are You a Cop with the Big Breeze, Tobacco with Jim menken that's what you were talking about, uh, Thum off their new, boom, their new album, It's Gonna Be a Blaze, Lunatics on Parole, Switching the South, Irreverent Desert Pizza Delivery Individual, that's Thor Harris, drummer man out of Austin with Rob Hallerson, and finally, Poisonous Horses, Tobacco. Poisonous Horses, how'd that start?
1: Um, That was just that synth part, uh, running it through a tape. And I think that's the only... I think that's the only song I've written in probably the past 10 years at least where I didn't... um, I didn't put anything into the NPC or um, I didn't lay it out in any kind of way that was structured. I just I just kind of I played it. I didn't loop anything. Um, I just played along with it like in one take. So that was all like a one take um, performance performance. Yeah, that's it's rare for me. NPC, it's uh, kind of a sequencer. Yeah, I use it. I use it to put to put most of my stuff together. So like, I'll write a lot of the drums in there, and then you can, um, as the drums are playing through there, you can you know I can write a synth or a bass part on top of it, and I could kind of make loops happen. But then it, you know but then it splits them out into tracks. Yeah, so yeah. Up into the computer and reassemble.
0: I think when I played with Schoolie D, Code Money was playing one of them for his drum machine. It was big, motherfucker. Uh, maybe it was an early version it was in the 80s sometime uh what about what about uh Jim oh, well you already talked about Jim McKen but
1: uh, body double um body double was the I uh, was another thing I didn't know how to use and <laughs> that's I, great and you buy these things.
0: what you buy these things because of why because you don't know they're unfamiliar
1: they're new uh different. Yeah yeah i like I like the idea of that
3: yeah um, yeah
1: and then i I've, I've never sequenced sequenced a synth before, and so that was just a really primitive sequence on that I think, and that's that's what started that um that song off
0: interesting man so you're you're not afraid to let your experiments be the main dealio. I love that man <laughs> i fucking, that's what music should be, man. I, I really, look, we're at the end of the second hour, uh, October 29, 2020 edition of
1: Peter Show. Tom, big guest. Well, will for hour three. Your first finding, because you're, anytime you're first finding something that's completely uninformed, that's when it's it's most pure. Yeah. You know, because once you've learned so much on, on uh, whatever type of instrument, then... For me, I start to go back to the muscle memory. Yeah. So if you eliminate muscle memory, what do you have? You know, you just, right. It's all new. Right, right, right. Uh, October 29, twenty
0: twenty. It's the third hour. Of the watch for Pedro show. Show I never did. Uh, start off the third hour with Headless to Headless Tobacco. Uh, Crane, take me with you. Bronze Age UFO out of Balmore with Alice Cooper your side B. I think there's like I don't know, it was like six cassettes worth of stuff. So I've been, been playing them every uh, edition here. And then uh mythum. <laughs> mythum mythum. How do you pronounce that? Mithimum. Mithimum, okay. <laughs> right through that little town of Methlehem, <laughs> Eastern Washington. Uh, so so uh, Headless to Headless, well, what was the, 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 the go point from there?
1: Headless um, to Headless was, I got this effect, um, this really weird buzz effect. Um, I didn't know how to make it musically usable so as soon as i found something that worked like the notes i found like the notes had to be kind of slow yeah. to make it work. so as soon as i found the first thing that worked i just recorded it and that was that that riff that you hear in the beginning um so again totally the device was the inspiration point yeah let let the device but um, but like it,
0: the first time introduction of the device, yeah, yeah. Because you you you're right. You can't ever like remake that moment,
1: right? So yeah. you might as well fucking
3: get right, it right,
0: right, right. Exactly. And then and then uh, the one I can't pronounce, mythumum,
1: mythum Mythum was a little different. Mythumum um, was kind of my. Um, my homage to Apex Twin. Oh, ah, yeah, I yeah. got to
0: see him once in Hollywood at the Johnny Depp's pad. This brother Matt, he told me, "Hey, there's this bass and drums <laughs> up in West Hollywood," and uh, you know, I thought it was a bass player and a drummer, and I guess that's what this genre is called. This dude was playing some ridiculously intense stuff. It was one guy with a lot of machinery it was it was a mind blow it wasn't, it wasn't what I expected at all. So this is your tribute to him.
1: yeah I, just, I wanted to see if I, could, I wanted to see if I could do something
0: um, so 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 this tune actually started with a concept in your mind
1: yeah yeah, which is again that that's like another rare thing for me because anytime in the past where I've had a concept and I try to play it out, it never has worked the first time it's over I think works yeah I love this tune I like this. it works really well what about this I, I want to play
0: Perfect Shadow how'd this
1: uh, baby start um, Perfect Shadow um, Perfect Shadow came from the same the same afternoon as um, Stabbed by Night that sound with the um, with the bass uh, whammy yeah except except That's probably like an hour later when I started to learn how to actually play the thing, and so I was able to get a couple notes out of it without using the bass whammy. So you get that that main riff. It's like I mean, like the main riff is like pretty. It's nothing special. Like, it's like it's not like a progression that I even created. I mean, I usually I usually like my progressions to be completely mine, and that's not what the sound is and then i think i was able to write something around it that was mine
0: yeah interesting
1: okay let's play it
0: Show last music for this edition that was perfect shadow, second time with the Blue Wham. tobacco. Uh, Vermes de do Limbo, go talk to them Saturday. there from Brazil with uh, well, they yeah. use the math sign for less than so, less than <laughs> the Emperor's uh, with I of Ice Cream after that from Brighton with uh, Rec R E Q, uh, Groove Crater Method, Brother Philip and uh, <laughs> Mammoth up here. With fright, creature, and him uh, getting more into his uh, composition mode, and finally, centaur skin, tobacco, centaur skin. That that's like a, is that the longest tune on the record? I might be. Yeah, yeah. I think so. How'd that guy evolve from
1: Again, um So that was a, that was a this hornet's. Um, That I've been talking about, um, I didn't know that there was a proper way to tune it. So I just kind of started running this um, arpeggio sequence into it. And that's what came out. And had it been tuned, I never would have found that sequence. So um, I got real lucky. And that's what that was just the basis of that. You know, that kind of like driving synth that's happening through the whole song. That yeah. was a total accident. So you, th- this synthesizer, you actually have to tune it before you use it, or you're supposed to. Yeah. So it's like um, it's based off of uh, you know the old um, the uh, synthy with the pins. Oh yeah. So it's based off of that. It's kind of like it's kind of like a modern version of that. And um, I had no idea how to use it, and I didn't know that you were supposed to attenuate the input or whatever so I just kind of had it set at some random place on the dial and the notes were real close together yeah. um, I guess that'd be some kind of micro tuning if you knew what you were if I knew what I was doing that would be micro tuning yeah uh, or microtonal. but um, since I didn't know what I was doing I just got really lucky um, yeah I, I, I like that I like that sound a lot
0: yeah yeah now you got something coming up tomorrow uh, which is the 30th of october and i, I want people to let, uh, know about this it's a, uh, especially these days with when it's hard to see people live. so this is like an online thing to help celebrate the, the album coming out right
1: yeah it's like it's like um uh, my version of an online or album release so you won't be able to see me or anything but um They'll be running visuals, and um, I'll be playing new stuff and a lot of stuff from the new album. And uh, some friends will be opening. Yeah, for me. I, I, I saw the bill. Now, did you pick all these cats? I picked a couple of them. Um, so the so the guy before me, Steve Ridel, um, goes as the Hood Internet, and he also um, has been our Black Moth. Bass player, past few years. Um, yeah, I met him. Oh yeah, you did meet Steve. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, I, I I asked if um, Luxury Elite would be on there. She's a, a vaporwave person from back in the day. Um, yeah, and I'm not I'm not too familiar. With the others, but I'll find out tomorrow.
0: And, and uh, the URL, uh, the, the website it's going to be streaming out of?
1: It's syncup.world. So it's S-Y-N-C-U-P dot world, w r o r l. Okay. And what time? It's uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay. So p would be 7 p.m.
0: Uh and I guess GMT that's uh minus six people. So check that out. Sync world. Sync dot world.
1: Uh sync up. Sync that up, way. I'm sorry,
0: fuck I'm ruining it. Sync up, but S Y N C U P dot W O R L D uh tomorrow, tomorrow for the big release of the hot wet sassy. And then you said other stuff. You might be playing some uh, new, because you're probably getting ready for the new record. <laughs> um,
1: I don't. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I have, I have a bunch of stuff. I'm kind of testing it. Like, okay. I've done a couple of these, uh, like Instagram streams. And I'm just kind of like testing new stuff. See if anyone's feeling it at all. None of it's really done, but um, probably do some of that tomorrow.
0: Well. Man, thank you so much for coming on, making time for me so we could like play this for my uh, listeners and stuff because I think it's a fucking bitching album. And I can't wait. You know, work in progress, that's okay. Let, let the fucking free flag fly. It's a big honor for me. Thank you again, Mr. Tom, so much. Thank you. Okay. People, it's been October 30, no, it ain't.
1: <laughs> October 29, 2020. Just a while, so keep you powdered, right?